not preaching frequently. Sometimes it's a bit shaky. If you ain't never been there, <laughs> you ought to try it sometime. <laughs> but what a privilege and what an opportunity it is for me to be with you this morning to share in these moments. You, like many others, have probably been very tied up with visions of love in the past few days. Every store, it seemed, that you went into, there were heart-shaped boxes of candy on the shelves. There were greeting cards with hearts and mushy sentiments that vied for your purchase. A local jewelry store even promised you a dozen roses if you would make a purchase there. And every year we fall victim to these uh, sentimental expressions of love. Don't get me wrong, the stores need your business, and your significant other would surely be disappointed if you didn't at least give a card. But there is a deeper meaning of love than this sentimentality. As a summer missionary in North Dakota in 1966, one thing I learned about love has stuck with me throughout my life and has become a guiding force for me. You can find it in 1 Corinthians 13. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am become as sounding brass or a noisy gong. This verse has been a reminder to me of how I am to live. Whether I'm speaking Swahili or Portuguese or Spanish or even English. Or as someone said, how to live in whatever country I find myself. As a junior in college, I learned another important lesson about love. And it was not in a classroom. It wasn't on a date. It was on the stage. I sang the role of Freddie Einsford Hill in My Fair Lady. And Eliza Doolittle sang to, to Freddie, don't Talk of love, show me. Talk is cheap. Actions speak much louder than words. When we turn to the scriptures and read about love, we quickly learn that love is more than a sentiment. It is a way of living and relating to others. Love is an action. It is an intentional will, a lifestyle that involves such things as offering a blessing, a blessing to the one who curses you or 
praying for someone who abuses you or giving a thief your possessions and in general doing to others as you would have them do to you. Admittedly, it is difficult to give a thief your possessions. We know that all too well. We've only been robbed five times. And the last time they took our car and destroyed it. But that's okay. One time we gave our luggage for them to carry away our TV and our computer and Sue's clarinet and her jewelry that I had so lovingly selected for her. Jesus said to give them the shirt along with your coat. So I ask, does taking our luggage count for giving them our shirt too? <laughs> Recall with me for a moment the story of Joseph from the Old Testament. You remember how his brothers hated him because he was the favored child. He had the beautiful coat and they plotted how they could capture him and sell him to a traveling caravan of merchants. And then they told their father that a wild animal had killed him. Years later, after he had risen to favor and position in the court of Pharaoh, his brothers sought famine relief in Egypt. Joseph recognized them, but they did not recognize him. Finally, he revealed himself to them, forgiving them and offering them not only the food relief they needed, but also a home in Egypt. God was acting in Joseph's life, and Joseph was being obedient to God. You see, this is an example of agape love, which describes a feeling of benevolence towards the other person. It means that no matter how the other person treats you, you will not treat them in kind, but you will offer them the highest good that you can. The love of beautiful belonging in the beautiful community is agape love. It is more than good intentions. Good intentions are worth nothing if there is not action. Good agape love is unmerited love, which is shown with specific actions. This love is not motivated by the goodness or the beauty of the other. Rather, it is an effort to bring forth the goodness and the beauty of the other person. 
Joseph's brothers did not deserve love for the way they had treated him. They had, shown, they had sown hate, but received food and a new home and forgiveness from him, from the one they had offended. Giving unmerited love is the radical character change to which Jesus calls us his followers. Jesus' word at the end of the parable of the Good Samaritan is, go and do likewise. You see, he gave the example, but then he gave the instruction on what to do and how to live. We should not wait for a similar incident of a poor traveler beaten and left on the roadside before we offer something. But we should live in such a way as to instinctively meet the varied needs that we encounter along our life's way. Maybe this week you read about Walter Carr, a young African-American man living in Alabama. He had a new job and was to start work the next day, but his car was broken down and he didn't know how he would get to work, so he called several friends and asked, could you drive me the 20 miles to my new job? But no one was able to offer him a ride. So he determined that at midnight, he would be, begin walking the 20 miles to his job. Along the way, a police car pulls up beside him. Imagine a young African-American at that hour of the night walking. They want to know his story, and so he tells them what it is. And in kindness, they invite him into their car, take him to a fast food place to get something to eat, and then take him as far as they can in their car. He gets out, and he begins walking again. And what happens? Another police car pulls up beside him. He tells them his story. They invite him in and drive him to his new job. Four people took a risk on a young man walking at an odd hour of the night. This is love in action. Thus, when one of you greets and engages in conversation with the homeless waiting to eat on Thursday, love is in action. When you search your closet for a warm coat or a sweater, 
to offer to an immigrant coming to live nearby. This is love in action. When you take the food ministry grocery list to the store and fill your cart with those items, this is love in action. When you take a meal to a sick neighbor, this is love in action. When you talk or give help to a stranger on the street, this is love in action. When you send a card to a grieving friend, this is love in action. There are so many ways we can show love if we dare to get out of our comfort zones and risk caring for another person. Our neighbor's synagogue volunteered to help with some of the immigrants who are coming to live in our area here in Asheville. Two weeks ago on Sunday, Ted and Cheryl got a call that there would be a family with 10 children arriving at the airport that evening and that they should go and meet them and take them to their new home. Cheryl quickly pulled together the items she had been purchasing to help a family and they took off for the airport, greeting the new family, taking them to the Airbnb that was to be their new home. Because the family had not eaten all day, Cheryl began cooking dinner at midnight to feed them. They couldn't converse with one another Language was limited, and they didn't speak a common language. I asked Ted about the experience, and he called it paying it forward. For you see, when his mother was seven years old, her family came to the United States from Russia, and they were met at the dock by an American family who took them to their new home and helped to get them settled. Someone showed them unmerited love. And Ted said he was just paying it forward. The love that was shown to his family before he was ever thought about was the love he was showing to another family. We love because we are loved. God has loved us and loves us still. Jesus exemplified that love. He did not say, what you hate to do, do not do to anyone. No, he said, whatever you wish 
others should do to you, do also to them. So imagine if you were homeless or hungry or sick or lonely or cold or a stranger or could not speak the language or rejected because of your race or your sexual identity. What would you want someone to do to you? Well then, go and practice love because you will find all of these things right here in Asheville and you won't have to go far to find an opportunity to love someone. And in so doing, you will help to build a beautiful community where there will be beautiful acceptance for all. May it be so with us. Oh God, may it be so with us.